the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha, your source for real estate market updates and strategies and answers to your real estate lending questions. Now, to provide you with insight and help you navigate the constantly changing world of real estate lending, here's your host, financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Misha Dimitruk here, branch manager and senior loan originator with Essex Mortgage. NMLS 694427. Wishing you all a very happy Valentine's Day. I hope everyone out there has a lovely smile in their heart, uh, thinking of the wonderful people in their lives. And I'm here today as I bring to you this show to talk to you about creating the best strategy for your own successes. Um, This show is geared on your participation and really heavily weighted on what it is that I hear from our listeners. So I would like to thank each and every person who reached out to me over the last week to talk about last week's challenge. For those who are new to the show, we do a weekly challenge here. Last week's challenge was learning the next steps to your individual success. And as usual, it was a very hot button item because uh, with times that are what they are and the where the economy is and where people are I think within a mental and emotional state, they're looking for a plan. And if you yourself are looking for a plan, this show is right up your alley. I had a great conversation with Romeo. Romeo had a great job that he's been working at for a little over a year, and he's been saving his money. He's been handling his responsibilities. What he hasn't been doing is participating in any type of credit. He was thinking all along, that as long as he didn't have bad credit collections or things that weren't being paid, that that would be enough to overcome not using credit. Now, when we touched on why it is he hadn't participated with any type of debt, he said it was really based on what his family had taught him uh, at growing up to manage his expenses and whatever cash he had, and if he couldn't pull it off in cash, not to do it. And that he had really never seen anyone successfully handle debt. He didn't know where to begin. He didn't know what was the good kind of debt, what was the bad kind of debt, uh, or if that was even a thing. So what we walked through is that he'd been turned down by a a multitude of online lenders um, and that there's still option for him, but no one had taken the time to show him the path. So we talked about what it is that he pays and the option to build something called non-traditional credit. Now in non-traditional credit, that means that we're taking a look at the things that are paid by an individual that don't appear presently on the credit report, but that we can have added to the credit report. And it's generally a building of a credit report. Uh, so the electric bill, PG&E, was in his name, and he was paying that on time every month. His auto insurance, he was paying that on time every month. His cell phone bill, he was paying that on time every month. And then his rent. Now, there's a lot of credit tools out there that allow you to add the utilities specifically 
to um, to bolster your credit scores. But the rent piece is something he was not aware of, and he didn't even know you could add any of this. But the rent piece, we now have a service that's available that can rate your rental, which is the biggest expense. And what most people are so concerned with, you know, in, in their housing payment is, can I make this payment? And yet it's not included in your credit score and your credit qualification on your credit history. This service allows it to be rated with history, which is a big plus because a new account will diminish your credit score. But if you are able to rate it with the history, so it shows when you started paying rent and all of the successful months that is going to, that you have paid, that's going to bring you the benefit in credit score and credit worthiness. Now, that's a paid service that is paid one time to have it added to your credit report and then a monthly subscription to have it maintained on your credit report. So specifically for Romeo, this is a great thing for him to add to his credit and pay the subscription to have it continue to be updated monthly until he closes on a home. And then he no longer needs that rental to be rated. He can cancel that subscription. So Romeo is well on his way to getting the great credit score that he deserves, earning his position in society with that credit score, showing that he's been paying, that he's been managing his finances, and taking the fear out of something that he hasn't seen anyone in his life do responsibly or do not in the shadows. And that was something that he and I talked about was maybe other people in his family had debt, but no one ever talked about it because it was seen as such a negative thing. So he's changing the tape for his whole family. And I'm really excited for Romeo to be able to move forward. Lisa came to me because she had been approved by an online lender and the realtor that she was working with said, you need to get approved by a human um, because she had walked through a system where you input all your information and it spits out a letter. And they said, these are not wholly reliable systems. You need to get a live human looking at this. So we worked through the formal pre-approval process, including all of the documentation. And I obtained a written verification of employment because Lisa's pay stubs showed a very small regular income and then a very large additional earnings category, which didn't give me any understanding of what that was for. When I asked about it, it was for like five or six different things. And so we needed to make sure that we understood her qualifying income and eligible income. The verification of employment came back from her employer and showed that last year she had earned a substantial amount more than the prior years because she had been earning in a different category. And her employer had just lumped it all into one additional earnings category. It was determined that this was, by explanation from her employer, only earned because they had a staffing shortage and that they were actively hiring. And once they actually hired someone, she would no longer be receiving these hours. It was a tremendous pay cut to her based on what she had been earning this last year and a huge surprise to her because she did not know that that was the circumstances coming to her. Now, if she had gone through with the online lender and they had gotten into contract and then she found out that they had done the deeper dive in verifying her its stability of her income, it would have surely blown apart the deal at the higher purchase price. I'm looking at a more conservative purchase price that aligns with her eligible income and qualifying income, and she will be able to capture success and a property based on the information that we obtain. 
That deeper dive is so important and that live human contact is imperative. Making sure someone's looking at the documentation. She said she had to provide documentation, but no one actually looks at it until it goes into a live transaction and then it gets assigned to a group of people to work on it. Prior to that, you're just part of a computer's network and you're run through an algorithm and based on the information you tell the system, they give you information back and you go about your merry way. Only way down the road do most people find out that the information that they provided wasn't accurate because they're not experts in this industry. They don't know what to look for or that the information they provided showed something was not eligible for use. So it was definitely an eye-opening experience for Lisa. And um, we have her right on the track to make a purchase for a property that she will be able to not only qualify for, but that when her income shifts as they hire on more people, that she will be successful in maintaining the payment on. So that's obviously that's what we're all here for. Ned had a great topic to bring to me. Ned was short funds to close based on his purchase power, his purchase power being his income. And the lender that he had spoken with told him, just save or get a gift from family or take out a 401k loan and wait, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll set a drip campaign and we'll talk to you in September and see how much closer you are to the target of what it is they were telling him. Now, Ned wants to strike while the iron is hot. He wants to get prepared. And he thought, I, I've heard Misha said, call me if you need better strategy. He was nervous to call me because he wasn't even sure that he was relaying the message correctly. Ned, you relayed it perfectly. And we walked through the opportunities, other strategies for Ned to be prepared. I looked at his credit and I said, well, if you paid off this small credit card and if you refinanced your auto loan, it'll change your debt to income ratios and you'll be able to offer a higher price for a property and request a closing cost credit. No one had talked with him about this strategy. This is going to afford Ned the opportunity to be in contract this spring rather than looking at buying next winter, next spring. And that made him so happy and so excited because it was what he was looking for was someone to tell him, how can I do this now? Not how can I save for another five, 10 years? How can I save for another two years? How can I save for another year and a half? He knew how to save. He'd been saving all along. What he wanted was the strategy of how to become a homeowner. And that was the piece of information that he truly needed. Now, within three days, Ned had paid the credit card and completed the application to refinance his auto loan with his local credit union that he loves. And they already funded that loan. It will be reporting on his credit report here shortly. And he will be eligible to be out shopping at the price bracket that he was shopping in before with the benefit of that closing cost credit, being able to offer up in price and request a closing cost credit from a seller. This affords the seller to give that credit back and cover those costs in the form of a credit, which also affords Ned a lot of other opportunities that he got to talk with his tax preparer about. So it was a great, great conversation. Ned was elated, obviously. Um, when he asked me why didn't the other lender that I was speaking to tell me about this? You know, is this something special with your company? And, you know, I, I had to laugh a little bit, but the answer is no. This is not something special within my company, although the experts here at Essex Mortgage 
all know how to help a client negotiate themselves in advance of getting into a transaction to get to the best possible position. It is really about being resourceful, understanding the industry, and wanting to help people and getting to them early enough in the process. As I've said many times before, there is no such thing as getting to pre-approval too early because the work that you might have to do might take a little while. None of these people, uh, with the exception, sorry, of, of Romeo, had credit issues to overcome. Romeo's was just that he did not have credit to work with and he was going to have to build non-traditional. But if any of these people who contacted me had had a credit issue that they had to work through, it would have taken longer for every single one of them. And I did talk to people who had longer term issues to resolve, but getting to that resolution, starting the process today is going to help them be successful sooner. It's going to help them clear up all of the issues and be in the knowledge base of their best power position when it comes time for them to do their shopping. And that's what we want. We want happy, educated, well-informed consumers who understand the process that they're getting into and that they understand and will not only carry through the transaction, but they understand what they've done and are comfortable with it once they have closed. We're all still here for you once your transaction has concluded, but you understanding what you did and feeling confident about the choices that you made is going to make a difference when you have the keys to your home and you begin making those mortgage payments. If you are interested in strategy, if you need help understanding to get how to get to your best position, please reach out to me. 831-435-0385 is my direct phone number. My email, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. That's E-S-S-E-X Mortgage.com. I look forward to the opportunity to serve you. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in just a few. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. Well, what we're talking about today is the next steps to your success. And so learning about the next steps to your success also puts you in the position of needing to know what are the challenges that are going to come into play here in the future. The mortgage industry is always in flux. It is an ever-shifting environment. It is like the ocean. You cannot turn your back on it for one moment or the seas will change. And if you weren't watching, you could get sucked out in the riptide and be a wash in the whitewash there. So realistically, the people that I'm talking to now that are shopping for homes are shopping in hopes of buying in the next 30, 60, 90 days. Some people are shopping, hoping that the summer months will produce a boom of properties coming to the market. Now, with the winter that we've had here and the tremendous amounts of rain and the damage to the roadways that we've experienced, there are a lot of communities that are still cleaning up and people are very worried about what that means bringing their property to market. And so some of these people who are planning to put the property on the market in March are now pushing that off until April. Do I think that that means that we're going to have a very busy spring? Yes, I do. And here's why. Inflation numbers, while we're still seeing the, the interest rates are higher than they were, and we're still seeing that inflation is widely felt. And the greater anticipation is that they will continue to rise interest rates will continue to rise incrementally, but inflation might be coming more into rain here soon. 
as the numbers trickle out and the final fourth quarter numbers are all delivered here as we enter into the end of the first quarter in 23, we will have a better look and understanding about how last year washed out. And those numbers come out every day. Every day we're seeing different companies boasting their profits or their losses. And that is really what it is we need to see. The employment numbers, we need to see what were what was the actual end of year results. And that is going to help the Fed give the messaging that they understand they've created a restrictive enough environment that it has slowed the market to a position that they're comfortable with. Now, they're not the only ones that dictate, so to speak, rates. They don't actually dictate rates. They just share their opinion, their opinion in conjunction with other economic reports and global situations. What we will be finding ourselves in here, hopefully, is lower interest rates and lowering steadily, we hope, over the next several months after a period of what could be a little bit higher than we are today. Now, the general perspective is, is that we might see at the same time that a lot of these properties will hopefully be coming to market here in early mid-spring, that that's where we're going to start seeing rate improvement. But in the moment now, while buyers are getting prepared, while people are posturing for a future purchase, the concept of where is their money coming from has been a hot button one. For a good amount of buyers in the Bay Area, they have their investments in stocks. And for people who are watching their portfolios and feeling a little bit nauseous at the yo-yo effect of things or the, the dramatic plummets on one day, um, they are really watching to determine how comfortable they are with what they plan to extract. Someone who was qualified last July and didn't buy because rates went up might now be thinking, I'm not so comfortable using as much money as I had intended to before because of the fact that their balance went down because of the market. And so what we need to talk about is not only how much money do you intend to use in a transaction, but how much money do you need to have left over in order to feel comfortable? And this is a topic that time and time again, when I sit with buyers, they tell me, no one asked me that before. And a, a multitude of them have their shopping They've talked to different lenders. They get to me through referral by their realtors and they're coming in saying, most of the questions that you are asking are very standard, but some of them are very much outside the box. Why are you asking, you know, do we have any special health requirements that have a monetary need on a monthly basis? Uh, why are you asking if, you know, about our overall budget? And this one always makes me laugh when people don't ask about the budget. Well, because what we qualify you at in this industry is based on your pre-tax and deduction earnings. It's not based on what it is that you take home in your paycheck. So I need to make sure for you and for your benefit and your success that you know exactly how much money you will have left over at the end of every month and that the things that are not taken into consideration, such as groceries, gas, cell phones, insurance, any type of health needs, whether it's a gym membership, whether it's, uh, you know, a chiropractic care, whether it's acupuncture or whatever it is that it, you need that monetary capacity for, we need to include that to make sure that you can continue with the quality of life that you enjoy or that you understand upfront that you're going to be diminishing from one of those categories. And how do you work that into your budget 
so that you still feel like this is a great thing for you. This is why formal pre-approval is so important. You get to try on that payment before it's required of you. Take your rent out of that money that you're setting aside each month and live as if you're making that payment now. It's going to give you a true sense of what your life will be like and how you're going to need to adjust your finances or your lifestyle in order to make the purchase that you're seeking. If you need an understanding of what else to take into consideration beyond the standard qualifications, don't hesitate to reach out to me and let me know how I can help you understand. 831-435-0385, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. We will be back in just a few minutes. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right. We are talking about preparing for your future and some of the changes in the industry that you need to be aware of and when they take effect. What we're seeing right now is one of the uh, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac are names that most people have heard of, and they are generally perceived as the rule makers for conventional lending. Now, Freddie Mac has taken a very interesting position on refinances. If you have done a cash out refinance, there is now a 12 month seasoning period before you can refinance again. That's note date to note date, the date that your note was printed, not even just signed, not even closed, but the date the note was printed to the next date that the note gets printed. That is not the rule, however, yet with Fannie Mae. And that is not, however, the rule with other investors. This is so far just a Freddie Mac rule, but that's a trend and something to be aware of. One of the other things that's coming into play that's going to be across the boards is called loan level price adjustments. Now, this plays into what type of rate you get. People ask all the time, well, what's a ballpark rate? And I tell them there's no ballparks in mortgage lending. There are very specific areas of information that all are compiled together. And each one, each piece of information has a different factor that needs to be taken into consideration. So someone who has a $500,000 loan amount with a 700 credit score on an investment property is not going to have the same type of rate as someone with a 680 credit score and a $500,000 loan amount on an owner-occupied property. The criteria is, are, is different in certain ways. Each difference changes the type of loan rate that one would be eligible for. And so those differences, those criteria are changing. Interesting as it may be, They've added an additional credit score bucket. Typically in conventional lending, it was anything above 760 was considered excellent credit. Now we're looking at a 760 to 779 category, as well as a 780 plus category. Additionally, those people with credit scores that are lower, credit scores under 680, will now have a less of a cost associated with the loan because there is an information to relay out that says that just because your credit score is lower does not necessarily mean that you are at risk of default. Everything in this industry is based on default. Despite what people think, people in the lending business, investors, loan originators, we are not in the business of taking people's homes. We are in the business of creating loan opportunities and lending money. 
in the instance that a property has to be taken back because of non-payment, there is tremendous cost associated with it and management of that property. And it is not what anyone in this industry wants to do. But in order to look at this from the most conservative place to ensure that there's not a tremendous cost put out on a property that doesn't need to be put in place in the first place, that that taking back of a property, foreclosing on it, or deed in lieu even, the benefit of understanding the restrictive nature upfront is that we're assessing the risk before the loan is issued. And that's what these adjustments are really doing is the risk categories are shifting. A little bit more opportunity for people with lower credit scores. Now, for lower credit scores, I mean, people under 680, that's that's still good credit. And that doesn't mean that you have any late payments. It might mean that you have a thin credit profile, meaning you don't have a ton of debt or that you have smaller dollar accounts and you actually utilize a lot more of your debt than just what the credit card industries would like you to use in order to get the best scores, which is 30% and under. So it's really an, an understanding within the industry that there are ranges within credit that are still positive and that they need to be given a little bit more opportunity. Uh, additionally, what's coming into play is lower debt to income. Debt to income is how much money you bring in versus how much money is required to be paid out. Now, again, this is eligible income and all of your debts, including your housing payment, taxes, insurance, uh, any applicable homeowners association dues, minimum payments on credit cards, installment loans, et cetera. All of these payments coming into play calculate out your debt to income. And so now if you are over 40% of your debt to income and you're borrowing more than 60% of the home's value, you will be subject to incremental higher cost. Now, for those of you who think that that seems very, very restrictive, the sort of sweet spot was 43% debt to income, which has risen over time. Because again, as we look at this with the understanding that historically, people with larger amounts of debt have been successful at carrying it. Right? When I first started in the industry, 30%, 33% was the debt to income that we wanted people to target. So understanding what's changing in the industry is going to help you prepare for that future transaction. If you want to understand how this will affect you and your future buy or refinance, please reach out to me and let me know. We'll take a break and we'll be back in just a few. This is Mortgage Matters with Misha with financial services expert, Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. We are here today talking about planning for your future, being prepared and knowing what is coming that might be changing. So we've talked about some changes. Now I wanna talk to you about being prepared. I wanna highlight for you, I received a text message from a realtor the other day that said, TikTok is making me ask, what is DSCR? For those of you who might have heard about these, DSCR loans is debt service coverage ratio, meaning the debt, the house, services itself with the income that it generates. The debt service coverage ratio is a loan that allows a certain percentage of the expense of the home to be covered by the intended income for the home. Now, the coverage ratio can be as low as 75%, meaning it does not cover its expense 100%. And the rates that are assigned to that 75% coverage are going to be higher. For debt coverage ratios that are 
100% or 125% of the, the payment, the interest rate will be better. Now, the payment includes the principal and interest, the taxes and insurance, and any applicable homeowners association dues. The benefit of a debt service loan, this is a product for purchasing an investment property. The benefit here is that it's a very pared down transaction. It's a pinpoint transaction. We're not taking your entire portfolio into consideration. We're not calculating your debt to income. We don't even have to look at the extensive nature of how many properties you have or don't have. We don't have to take into consideration whether your primary residence expenses would in a traditional transaction disallow you to qualify for this purchase. It does take into consideration the credit score of the applicant. It does require that there are reserves for the intended payment, typically six months. It does require that the property appraises at the purchase price and that there's a market rent analysis completed by the appraiser. That market rent analysis determines the coverage ratio. So if it covers 100% of the payment, that's a one-to-one -one ratio. And that's a great opportunity for you to be able to go in and make an investment on this property without showing a prior income that covers it. There, our gift is allowed for debt service loans. Seller credits are allowed for debt service loans. Gift of equity is allowed on debt service loans. Gift of equity means maybe you're buying the home from somebody who the property is worth more and you're buying it at a lesser price. They're gifting you equity, which is going to alleviate a down payment need for you. There is no mortgage rating history, no rental history required. You can be a first time home buyer or an investor. The best interest rates are available when you put at least 25% down. There are debt service loans available with a, as little as 15% down. You can do this on a one unit single family home. You can do it on a duplex up to four units and even non-warrantable condos. Now, for anyone who's been out there in the recent months looking to buy a condo, you know that the condo market is very challenging right now because of the regulations requiring the understanding of how well the condo complex itself was maintained and how well the records were maintained. So this is definitely a huge benefit. It's going to allow a lot of people who have very complicated scenarios to minimize all that paperwork that they dread trying to get together or that they know they make enough money to qualify to make a payment associated with a purchase of whatever it is that they're looking to achieve, but they don't want to go through the hassle of being qualified in those ways. This is definitely the product for you. Debt service loans are an amazing benefit in this market and a very, very simplified way of going about it. Now, whether you're buying in the Bay Area or out into another county or even in another state, debt service loans are championing the market for investors day in and day out. If you've decided not to make a purchase in the Bay, if you've decided you're fine where you are, or maybe you own where you are already and you've decided you're not interested in buying that second home, uh, but you want to look at that investment opportunity, this is the service that you should be looking at because it's going to afford you the best and easiest qualification with very, very competitive rates. There are debt service loans out there that even allow for you to qualify if you are planning to purchase a property that you will use as a seasonal or 
a um, vacation rental, which previously was a challenge because they would only go off of the market rent analysis of a long-term rental. Now, for those people who know when you're renting a vacation rental, you get way more money during short-term rentals during vacation seasons, but you get more money during a short period of time and potentially less money over the long haul. But this type of qualification is opening doors for people who otherwise felt like they had no opportunity or they just, it was too cumbersome, too problematic, too stressful, too much paperwork, and they just weren't interested in going about doing it. So for those of you who, who have the ability to pay cash, but realize that you have so much paperwork that you would need to bring to the table in order to capture a property with a traditional loan, this is a way for you to maintain some of that cash, appropriately leverage your property that you're purchasing, and get through the process clean, smooth, and swift. If you need more information about debt service coverage ratio loans, please reach out to me, 831-435-0385, M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. You can always find me on Facebook or LinkedIn. We are going to take a break and be back with this week's challenge. It's Mortgage Matters with Misha. Once again, here's Misha Dimitruk. All right, Bay Area. Anyone who listens to this show knows that this is my favorite segment. This is the part where I get to hear from you, our listeners, and the weekly challenge is really all about bringing an idea or a concept to you and hearing how it affects you or impacts you or um, changes what it is that your perspective is or allows you the opportunity to reach out to me, ask me questions, get a strategy, gain perspective. So today, the challenge is this. I'm going to ask you to take a look around your own lives. And to show yourselves on this day of love, a little bit of love and a whole lot of gratitude for all of the energy and effort that you put into making the life that you have today. There isn't a person that I speak to on a regular basis who doesn't lose sight with how much they actually accomplish. We're all focused on what we need to do next. And oftentimes, I think that means that we eliminate the moment of gratitude for what we have accomplished and what we have achieved so far. Being in that state of gratitude and reminding ourselves that we've done a great job so far. And even if we have more to do, that we pat ourselves on the back, we pat those around us, the people in our lives that make the world what it is, that we share with them, that we appreciate them and that we enjoy them. We have a lot of resources within our own communities and with our within our own networks and the ability to tap into those people and the gifts that they bring to our lives, even if you have not yet postured your questions or your needs or your your situation to those experts in your community. I encourage you to take a look at what it is that you can do within your own neighborhoods, within your own networks, and be grateful for what you have done Be grateful for the opportunities you have ahead of you and reach out to those within your sphere of influence and remember to be a positive shining light so that you can raise the vibration collectively for your group of people, for your tribe, so to speak, for your village. And that this is now the time in that state of gratitude where you are going to come up with ideas and thoughts and add to your wants list and be excited about it. And when you come up with that next milestone, that next legacy 
building moment in your life, reach out, call, say to someone, I have an idea. I'd like to understand how to get this done. I promise you there are professionals within your group of friends, within your neighborhood, probably on your street, maybe in your building that can help you accomplish this. The internet is a magnificent tool, but the people in our lives are the best investment that you can make because they are going to be invested back into you. So in that, I want to know, what is it that you want to get accomplished here in the future? What type of services do you need to get to your next best place in life and that next level of gratitude so that you can remind yourself on a daily basis how grateful you are for how wonderful you have done in your own lives, how you've helped elevate yourself, your family, your community, your professional arena, whatever the situation is that you're looking to gain in, there's a way for you to look in your immediate sphere and find the resources there. If not, reach out to myself, reach out to the professionals at Essex Mortgage. We have a laundry list of people to be able to refer to you under all scope and all topic. And we stand at the ready to serve and provide you with all the education and information that you need to make informed decisions that you feel good about. And that's not just in mortgage lending, but that's in your financial world as a whole and just in your lives. I have a lot of conversation with people where they say, gosh, this is almost like a, a therapy session. When I finally am able to open up and talk about the things, there's more to my finances than just the dollars and cents. And that is a reality that we all have a relationship with money and we all have a relationship with success and we all have a relationship with gratitude. But is that relationship what we've chosen or is that messaging that we brought forward from somewhere else? So I encourage you to remind yourselves, if you got up this morning and you put your feet on the floor, you're in a great place and you have every opportunity, the sky is the limit and you have the ability to make your future the dream come true that you seek. 831-435-0385 is my phone number. That is my real phone number. And you can call me and I will answer the phone. M-E-S-H-A at EssexMortgage.com. That's E-S-S-E-X Mortgage.com. You can email me and I will respond. I often chuckle when people say, I can't believe you actually wrote back. Um, yes, I actually answer my own emails. You can find me on Facebook or LinkedIn, but I do encourage anyone with any questions, you deserve customized information and you deserve personalized information and you deserve to be treated like a human who has a dream. And we are here to support you in achieving those dreams and setting you up for strategic success of your goals. And the first time you achieve, I promise you, you will be elated and you will set yourselves even higher the next time. And that's what we want to see. And you will lift up your house. You will lift up your community. You will lift up your circle of friends. I had a conversation with a young woman the other day who completely broke down when we started talking about payments and what else she would need to cover and the expenses of things. And again, I was asking those deeper dive questions. What else do you need to pay for? What other expenses do you have that go beyond your credit card and auto loan and you know the taxes and insurance? And she said, I don't have anyone in my life that talks to me the way that you do. You're asking me about things that I felt like I was supposed to be ashamed of. And I said, why, why would you be ashamed of the fact that you pay your water and your garbage bill? 
why would you be ashamed of the fact that you have grocery needs? Uh, you know, we are all in this same human experience and we're all just living in this little bubble. So I would really encourage every one of you, if you don't have someone to talk to about how to create that strategy, if you feel like you're alone in that aspect of things, let us know how we can help you understand that you are definitely part of the norm here and that it's all not that easy. And that's why we are the experts here and professionals in this field. And we rely on professionals in other fields to help us get done what is not our expertise. So working together, we all elevate and we become better together. It has been a pleasure to serve you Bay Area. I look forward to the opportunity here in the future. Be well and stay safe. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.